Welcome to Short Ends Podcast. Barbara, thank you so much for joining me today. It's great to hear you again. Oh, thank you. Thank you for inviting me to talk with you. I want to jump right into one of the more interesting things that, uh, the most interesting thing I think that you sent me. Um, you said that you were a chauffeur for Abbas Kiarostrami. <laughs> yes, uh, yes, it, it's great that you, you have uh, chosen this thing to begin with. Yes, uh, I used to, well, uh, many years ago, as I used to have some works here and some works there. And uh, Abbas Kiarostrami came to Spain because he was asked to give some lectures for uh, young filmmakers in a museum which is called uh, La Casa Encendida. And he was, uh, he was uh, giving the lectures with a Spanish filmmaker who's called uh, Victor Erice, which I don't know mm-hmm. if he, he's very known in, in America as he has only made three films. But uh, yes, and then I was asked to uh, to drive uh, Mr. Kiarostami from the airport and whenever wherever he wanted to go while he was staying in Madrid. We were three because he had an interpreter who was called Rima, who was uh, uh, an Iranian woman who lived in Barcelona, and uh, Mr. Kiarostami. And, uh, well, I, I always uh, was driving and watching him uh, on my rear view, rear view mirror. And one time I was able to see him without his glasses, his dark glasses he used to, to wear. Yeah, iconic. Yes, totally. So, uh, well, I, I saw his, his eyes once, yes. Well, it's amazing. did you get the chance to speak to him? Uh, well, he was uh, nice, but uh, he didn't seem very interested in talking with anyone, you know. And uh, he was like he had like the the uh, the air of a of a of a wise man, as from a, as from an old tale, a Persian old tale, you know, who knows maybe he knows secrets, but you have to know uh, the correct way to. To ask him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's it. Um, and then now you said you were have a government job. Is that correct? Um, I, my job, yes, yes. We, I am now working for the government. Uh, we never know how much time that is going to last, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that's my my way of living now. Yes. Is that job related to the arts at all? Yes, because I work for the Ministry of uh, Cultural Affairs, and uh, well, you know, here in Europe, uh, the go- government uh, goes very much into uh, arts and so, and we um, we have departments for cinema, we give uh, money for filmmakers and so. We also have, I don't know, with uh, when the restoration I think it's called when the old charges are broken and so we we uh, repair them and uh, also with the musicians and the I don't know the theaters of opera they belong to state so and uh, yes because um, all those huge things need uh, public funds because mm-hmm. we don't have many um, private uh, investors here you know 
Yes. Are, are films are filmmakers subsidized in Spain? Filmmaking subsidized? Yes, yes, uh, many of them. If you if you want to um, uh, to make a film, it's very very difficult that you can get. Uh, I mean, a, a, a big film. Uh, it's very difficult if you if you want to to get all the money mm -hmm. because you hardly f uh, find private uh, money. You mm -hmm. know. And uh, yes, uh, one of the now the the person who's in charge of the cinema department is trying to um, uh, give the money with more uh, more balanced, so uh, experimental filmmakers may uh, get to make their films and uh, what's even uh, more important sometimes uh, to to get their films out of Spain so they can be seen in the, the worldwide and and so and because here now in Spain there's a huge and powerful movement of new filmmakers which are a bit experimental you know there are always like uh, scales in that and some of them uh, their films are rarely seen but some of them are, are beginning to be uh, known out, uh, outside Spain so it's a Good moment to do this, yes. Well, wow, that's amazing. Is that because of the change in um, in supporting it in experimental filmmakers by the government? No, 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 no. I, I think it has to do with something more uh, spontaneous, I would say. Okay. Uh, if you are lucky uh, to have someone uh, at charge who has a sensitivity to, to know that, that that's a value, uh, well, I think that in that case, filmmakers uh, can be can feel uh, fortunate and lucky, and that's the case now. Yes, because the, the this uh, woman uh, Beatriz Navas uh, is um, is very. Uh, I mean, she she's not like a lawyer that is working here as she could be working any other place. But uh, yes, yes. But uh, but that uh, but I think that depends. I don't know why. Maybe you you never are sure why in some countries uh, some artistic movement uh, gets out mm -hmm. as the surrealists in France uh, or the da or whatever. Uh, maybe it's like a mixture of some people who happen to meet and you don't know why around something maybe around a school or um, I don't know or, or, or around a master or something and they uh, they begin to 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 work in similar ways and help uh, each other and so and that's the case now yes mm, do you think more people are making films in general making experimental films uh, in part due to technology and uh, the cheapness of digital filmmaking? Well, um, I don't know how is it in other countries, but here, for example, we have uh, known, uh, I, I don't know, like a rebirth of, uh, of analogical films. Mm. That's very, very experimental. But uh, uh, along some years, many cinemas were closed and so in, in little cities and, and, and so, but uh, from a few years ago, 
till now, uh, many uh, towns have uh, reopened like little cinemas which screen in 16 or 8 millimeters and people is beginning to work with that uh, with that uh, tools again and uh, and well I, I don't really don't, don't know why even many I don't know if Kodak was closed and then they are reopened it's like uh, people is a bit um, it's wishing to, to return to, to the old ways. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, uh, of course, uh, well, most of the people is working in digital, of course, because it is much easier. And and if you would just want to uh, record something or, or uh, tell a story, it's easier. If maybe you choose uh, the, the film, if you are, I don't know, in love with the, with the way or with the image, which is different and so or with the uh, with the work you have to make so art, art, artisan mm-hmm. yes I, and I know you said uh, you prefer the analog medium to digital um, what is it about film or analog uh, that you particularly like better than the digital well uh, it's um, in one way, it's the the um, the conscience that you what you what you waste or what you use, you have used it, mm-hmm. and you, you you if you have just this uh, this amount of 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 uh, material, you have to choose and be very precise because uh, you you are going to run out of it mm-hmm. and with the digital you know you can uh, uh, record uh, or film uh, as long as you want and i think that makes you work in a different way mm-hmm. that's uh, one part and then uh, i think well of course it's the it's the quality of the image if you see something uh, screened which has not uh, which has been uh, filmed in Eight millimeters that has like a texture of uh, like a remembrance or of some or something like that. Yes, yes. Mm, yes, and of course, uh, yeah, and this is like some uh, I don't know, like magical way of thinking. But uh, <laughs> what you what you may see screen on the on the on the wall, for example, it's it's the very same light that w- was taken from the body or the models or, or the people or the trees that were recorded. Yeah. That's and that's, yeah, that's uh, something a bit like that, that touches uh, like magic or, or so. Yes. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Um, and now you're working on writing a feature project yourself. Is that correct? Yes, I'm. I, I'm writing a, a, a script for a for a long feature film with uh, with uh, a friend of mine, which is also a member of this uh, collective. We may talk about uh, them later. Uh, Miriam Samu, and the film uh, we are writing. It's um, a, well, we began uh, months ago. But as we don't have much time now because of the work and so uh, we we had to stop, but we are begin, re, beginning to rewrite now. And do you want me to tell you the story? Yes, I would love to hear about it. Yeah, 
Okay, so this is um, a woman, she, she's a gypsy dancer, it's very Spanish, the film, who, uh, who's tired uh, of, um, of working for, uh, for theaters and, and she wants to be free and see things art has to be something different and so, but she's running out of money. So uh, she, well, she's, she earns her money in a um, quite strange way, she goes to a bar, which is not legal, but the, uh, they uh, make uh, dance contests mm -hmm. in which the dancers have to be drunk, very drunk. <laughs> and the one who, who can dance longer and better without uh, falling to a floor is the one who's, who wins. And she always wins, but then uh, she finds someone who's able to to dance as drunk as her as she is, and never fall. So they make uh, very good friends. This uh, yes, well, maybe I shouldn't say this, but this uh, stories um, is based upon this very very old uh, story called uh, Gilgamesh, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which is the story of this king who wanted not to be a mortal, mm -hmm. so the gods sent him uh, like someone to, 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 to um, the gods sent him a Gidu, so he could learn he was a mortal. So uh, these two characters of our films are, are like uh, uh, Gilgamesh and Enkidu. Oh, wow. And so, and they begin, um, well, the, the, then the dancer learns that uh, her father is uh, is is not dead as she as, as she thought mm -hmm. he's alive, but she don't doesn't know where. So uh, they she and and her new friend, which never talks as he's uh, is a silent character, mm -hmm. go around uh, all the all Spain looking for uh, her father. Uh, every every time they get into a new village. They get some information about the next village they have to visit, mm -hmm. and where, and, and that's the way they uh, follow her father all uh, along Spain, and that's the film. Uh, yes. I love the idea. That sounds great. Are these uh, drunken dance competitions? Are these? Is this based on a real event? No, no, no. We 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 have uh, figured out uh, out, uh, out of our own mind. Okay. Yes. Yeah, that's very difficult to 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 shoot. We are a bit uh, like uh, we have some fear because that's quite difficult to shoot. But we are willing to. Yes. Why? Why is it difficult to shoot? Why? Ah, because ah, because of so many people on on stage. Oh wow! Okay. And it's and and because uh, musical scenes have to be quite measured. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we think it will be hard but funny. Yes. Wow, that sounds amazing. And then this project, um, did you come into this through a previous project, um, Nerves of Steel? Well, uh, Nerves of Steel, we, we, we had begun to write the script before, but uh, all, the, all those films uh, are made by a group of people. Sometimes uh, someone gets in, someone gets out, someone new, someone leaves. And uh, we, we were writing the script. But uh, one of the members 
uh, of the crew uh, was asked to film um, something, was asked to film uh, the building of a steel sculpture okay. by a Spanish uh, artist, which is called Juan Garayzabal, and he was going to build a sculpture in, uh, in La Sierra de Tramontana, which are some mountains mm -hmm. in the north of the island of Mallorca. Okay. For me, that's the most beautiful and most special place in all Spain. Mm. Uh, full of series of beautiful places, but this uh, Sierra is uh, it's very special. That's the place where, for example, uh, this English poet uh, Robert Graves uh, used to live, mm -hmm. and many musicians in the 17s uh, were to live there too. And so, so uh, we went to the to the island. It was a, a house in the country, and uh, we filmed uh, how the artist was building his uh, steel sculpture, which is very high, I don't know, maybe like 10 meters or something. Mm -hmm. And so the film is a bit like a kind of a documentary, but also like a work of the imagination, as there's a character which is... Uh, uh, it's uh, interpreted by me, mm -hmm. who's uh, like someone who has the inspiration so he can work. Mm -hmm. And so we, we have mixed all the, the two, the documentary and the, so you, you can see the real building of the sculpture and then what is happening around in that mysterious island. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And uh, and then you have a well, a huge ellipsis, and you go to the future, and, and well, that's a film of uh, twenty minutes long. Okay. And uh, yes, we we have not begun to 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 move it. It has not gone yet to any festival, but I don't think it would will. Well, I, I, some people is uh, taking uh, charge of that, and I don't think we we. I, I think it will be soon when we get into some festival and so and it will be screened as many so very few people has has yet seen it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh, that's exciting. Well, then can you explain a little about this film group um, or this artistic collective? Um, I'm just I'm kind of confused on uh, what this group is exactly. Okay. See, uh, well, the collective is called Miriam Zamo. Okay. And uh, it's a group of people. It's not a um, regular uh, number of members, as uh, maybe uh, someone may get in and or get out, or, or someone is not interested in in working in that uh, film. The the only film we have finished by now is this one, Nerves of Steel. Uh, I am writing with one of them this uh, another film I was talking before, and uh, it's uh, people who uh, works in um, sometimes in, in more industrial films, but want to do um, I don't know films more in a more experimental way and so, and. Uh, as we never know how um, who's staying, who's go, who's leaving, who's going to be able to to get in one of the films or not, uh, that's why it's a group 
of people. Um, most of the, yes, and for example, I don't know, there's a DOP who usually works in, who's the one who, who made this a film in Mallorca, mm -hmm. and but if he's not able to get into the other film and and so on, some editors and uh, it's people we uh, we have been friends most of us for years, mm. and uh, well we thought it was time to to do something together. Yeah, when was this group founded? Uh, when when was this this the the film uh, shot? No, when when did the group first start? When did you decide to form this collective? Uh, around uh, last uh, last year, uh, yes, maybe uh, not a long uh, a year a year ago, more or less. So this is a, this is a fairly new um, idea then that you put together this this collective group of filmmakers. Yes, 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 wow. quite new. Wow. Um, okay, well, I'd like to jump back in time a little bit and mm -hmm. ask you about uh, your your life. Where where did you get your start in the arts? Um, were you always interested in the arts as a child? Yes, uh, yes, I I was always interested. Uh, I wanted to be uh, first. Uh, I wanted to be a painter, then a writer, then a filmmaker, <laughs> and uh, yes, uh, I. Sometimes I wanted to be a musician too, but the music, for example, is, is uh, something I have never... Well, I used to play the guitar and so when I was a teenager, but never got really into that. And it's not my it's not my language, I think. Yes. I love it, but I'm not able to 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 do it. Otherwise, I'm I am able to draw and um, I am able to write. And, uh, well, I'm... Uh, I began to study at the university something which had something to do with cinema, but it had to do also had, uh, something with, I don't know, journalism and mm -hmm. media. And so it was not exactly what I expected. So uh, um, I don't think I had a... I, I, I was quite disappointed at that time, really, because... Uh, and all of my, I think all of my mates too, because we want, we all, all of us wanted to be filmmakers and so on. And, and we were having some classes on laws and some journalism, you know, and yeah. that was like a really waste of time. Uh, some people could uh, emerge from that uh, more uh, happily. Some, uh, some of the of the others couldn't. But um, well, all my uh, the rest of the time has been like a trying to to, of course, finding the way to work and make a living, mm -hmm. but never uh, quitting what you really what I really would like to do. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And uh, so you have to crave for some time so you can write your book or uh, make your film or paint your your paintings and and so and that's it but now i think i'm uh, i'm more able to use better my time mm -hmm. so i can get the time to to write and and so even if i work more than i wish to <laughs> yeah that seems so often to, yes. to be the way with especially experimental film right you have to yes, always be yes, working yes, yes. and then in your off hours at night or when you know on a break or something like that, then you have time to work on what you really care about. 
that's it yeah yeah um so when was your when was your first introduction to film when did you know that you wanted to become a filmmaker and go to university for film well, my uh, my father was uh, is a, a cinema lover, mm-hmm. so uh, I'm I'm used to to watch films and good films uh, always since I was very very young. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, well, I don't exactly remember like a moment of revelation watching some film right. that I decided uh, it's it was uh, always like. I wanted to 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 I don't know devote my life to something with the expression and in and the learning through through the arts. Mm-hmm. But uh, at, when I was uh, about to begin to study, uh, that was cinema was the way uh, I thought it was uh, more. Uh, suitable and more powerful as it has an image and it has it may have words and then the music and then the time which is developing on your eyes it seemed very complete to me now I think there are some uh, issues that are better to to be talked uh, through through I don't know through through poetry through through or through painting or through music yes mm-hmm. mm. But uh, but cinema is so complete, you know. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so each medium has its own power. Yes. Um, but film in particular is, you know, that, that combination of image and sound and everything is very uh, powerful and kind of, again, the magical uh, connection between the two. Yes, yes, yes. I, I think the same as you, what you're saying. You're right, yeah. Um, I wanted to ask you also, I know you told me that um, some of your influences were Orson Welles and Nicholas Ray. Mm-hmm. Um, and I imagine, you know, you said your father was a cinema lover. Um, I imagine you watched these directors growing up. What about these two artists uh, do you admire? Well, I, what I, yes, I told you about them. Uh, well, I, of course, I love uh, many, many, many uh, filmmakers. Mm-hmm. And this, I, I thought uh, when I wrote to you about these two, because... Um, I love his films, but I also love how they, uh, well, their lives, how they uh, began by making a very Hollywood and classical Hollywood films. Yes. And how they began to be like uh, outcasts. Mm-hmm. And uh, they had to, to, for example, Orson Welles makes me like, uh, it's, it's like so... Uh, sad. He could not make the films he wanted to make. Mm-hmm. And a person who had been like the the prince of Hollywood when he was n- younger than twenty five years old, you know. And and then, um, well, you know, he came to Spain mm. and he loved uh, very much Spain. And he he could uh, uh, make some films here as Chance at Midnight and so. And uh, but he. Um, for example, he he had to make some ads for TV, uh, and he was uh, telling the people to uh, drink uh, cognac and so. And uh, yeah, he was not uh, able to get the money he he needed to make his obviously um, beautiful films, and that's uh, something which uh, strikes me. A lot because 
how you you begin well that's uh, strange destiny you begin like being the loved filmmaker young filmmaker and then you 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 have all these problems to 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 make your films that's quite uh, yeah yeah I, 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 no. yes yes very tragic and then also uh, Nicolas Ray also he he worked in Spain too and mm -hmm. um, and then he at the end of this of his career he made this film with uh, Bim Benders which uh, I don't think if I am I'm not sure if he was very happy with with the outcome but uh, also this film he made before with some students which uh, it's uh, how the film is called uh, we won't uh, be back home again or i don't remember its uh, title perfectly but um yes you see this uh, classic like johnny guitar and these films which are well of, of course special but quite hollywood films right yeah. and then he's he's going with the with the century when the students uh, began to have more, uh, I don't know, more power and, and uh, in society after the 60s, uh, he, he goes with them and is able to, um, to make a film more similar to the times he was living. And uh, yeah, I think they are, both of them are uh, very special people, figures, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I know you know you're a big admirer of many directors um, and many international directors and everything. Uh, but while we're talking about two American artists, I, you also brought mm -hmm. up uh, Walt Whitman and the Beatniks in terms of uh, poets who you mm -hmm. admire. Mm -hmm. What is, what is it about yes. their poetry that you think is so special? Well, I, well, Walt Whitman I think is the uh, biggest poet uh, <laughs> that the the world has yeah. known. Yes. <laughs> yes, and uh, yes, I used to uh, to read him when I was uh, I don't know 14, 15 years old, mm -hmm. and uh, he he filled my heart with such um, a like a hunger for living and a proud of just being alive yes which uh, yeah and i think that's the um, and he's i think of course he's universal but he's so american and that's i think the, the well the heritage the legacy that america has given to the world the, those people like you know, this um pr pride of being alive mm -hmm. of just uh, existing and I think he was a, well, I think it has, that's like a traditional uh, American, I don't know, way or something yes, that yes. comes from, from Emerson, I think. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But, uh, but he was, Whitman was the one who was able to, to put it, and, and he's very simple at the same time. But, um, yeah, I, that's... Um, and he he gave me an idea of the human being mm -hmm. that has not uh, left me yeah. even if uh, if i don't read him for for years and so and uh, and of course only the um, uh, poets that came after him uh, well they 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 belong to to that tradition 
-hmm. and all the beatniks have uh, this um, mystical uh, relationship with the world and with the things they did, which maybe it was just like hanging around and uh, going to here and there. And, but they show you how you can find um, how beauty and even sanctity is, uh, is everywhere. Yeah, I love that description yeah. you gave. I think, and like you said, Whitman and also the Beatniks are very definitively American, but they also have this real universal quality. Yes, yes, uh, yeah, that's, they are, yes, 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 they have something, well, uh, sometimes you could say this um, Eastern uh, view of the world, and some of them, uh, openly talk about that. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm thinking about um, Gary Snyder, for example, or mm -hmm. even Kerouac. Yes. But, uh, yeah, but, um, but what they are talking about is uh, universal, yes. Yeah. Um, and then they have a connection to poetic filmmaking. Um, can you talk about uh, that type of cinema a little bit? Yeah, well, that's a uh, uh, developed theory, of course, uh, which uh, relates uh, filmmakers from the American filmmakers from the 50s and, and on uh, to the to this trust this Emersonian way of uh, being well, even the, there's this uh, famous book by P. Adam Sidney, mm -hmm. which uh, which um, explains all this. Mm, I think I have not been able to watch all those films as they are not so easy to 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 see. Right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and but uh, whenever you see one of those filmmakers, uh, what they um, maybe it's just a shot of the of the I don't know the flowers or someone who's just. Uh, Walking and they they get they get from the from the stream of time they get some uh, moments uh, in which as as they are saved um, they uh, they work for me as ver as verses in a in a poem mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because they 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 get some of the um, uh, Deep core of the of the thing, which is um, which carries in itself, um, I don't know the, the deep truth of the thing. You know, yes, yes. Um, you you have to do, and and when you when you are able to have this uh, device or this uh, this camera which records the things you're you're seeing. Mm, you are by uh, technological ways. You are uh, like extracting these uh, visions, mm -hmm. which are given to us, which are around us any time. But you choose this one, and you get this one. And it, those are uh, well, maybe not very important things, but I think their look is similar to the one of a poet mm -hmm. and if you want to 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 and this i like very much you, you they don't make this intellectual uh, i don't know but uh, they just 
expose themselves to the to the moment and and then the moment and the world speaks by itself mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i think that's what they are it's that's quite different of course to a well a hollywood classical film and so which what what they are doing is something which has more to do with i don't know with theater for example yes i, mm-hmm. I love your description of you know this poetic filmmaking and i think uh, like you said some of these films are hard to sit down and watch because maybe you're looking at a flower for 10 minutes, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But again, you know, I think it relates to the, you know, like the beatniks and uh, this kind of thing that, like you said, it, it's a proof of existence and a finding the beauty in, in that existence and finding the beauty, maybe something very mundane, um, but you're still there to perceive it and to find the beauty in it. And then you get to share that uh, through this means. Yeah, that's exactly what I think they are doing, yes. And that's what, well, I think that's uh, something we we all may do anytime, even if we are not filmmakers or we are not uh, taking a picture or writing or just by uh, stopping and seeing, we, 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 we may find that, yes. Yes, yeah. Um, talking, you know, about poetic filmmakers and everything, when I met you in Madrid, you were telling me a story about when Jonas Mekis came to Madrid and you got to meet him there. Um, can you remind me of this story? Yes. Uh, well, for example, uh, I think this, uh, the, the two or three visits uh, that's, that Jonas Mekis made to Spain in the last years mm-hmm. may have something to do with the arousal of, uh, of love for a experimental film in Spain. I mm-hmm. think they, yeah, it, I think it has something to do. He came to, he came to Spain, uh, well, I, I was uh, lucky enough to, to meet him. Uh, and when he came, I think around maybe 10 years ago or so, he mm. was uh, already quite old, but uh, full of an energy of the, of a person of 17 years old, you know. And um, he came here because he was invited uh, to, uh, I think, also to to make something with another filmmaker from Spain. I think with uh, Jose Luis Guerin, I'm not sure. And, uh, well, I I could uh, go on. We we went with him and all of his troop because he was traveling with his uh, assistant and with his son, and with a friend of him who's a Napolitan artist who's uh, uh, interested in Giordano Bruno. And all this uh, group of people uh, came and, uh, for example, we took them to, um, to a tablao flamenco. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, where, where we were staying, I don't know, till five o'clock in the morning and he was there and he was maybe 90 years old yeah but he was yeah and um yeah and we were lucky to 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 meet him and then i know this uh, the last time he came uh, i could not see him but he has come to uh, some of the um, film festivals which are held in madrid which have which have uh, to do with the experimental and cinema uh, and he gave a lecture uh, yeah that was some years ago but i think these visits 
have uh, aroused this um, love for this kind of cinema here in Spain. And mm. I, I think he was he's very he's very loved in Spain, maybe more than uh, I mean, yeah, maybe more than in other European countries. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, that's amazing, and the influence of one artist like that to insp- yes. possibly inspire you know an entire um, country's you know artists or experimental people interested in experimental film. It's yeah. a lot of power. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I generally I, I really think he 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 did it, but yeah. that's no wonder because he was so uh, so such a like a. Um, so powerful, yes. Yeah, and such a prolific filmmaker too. There's so many films. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Have, have you visited the United States? I know I've never been in the United States. I would love to, but I would like to go for I don't know maybe two months at least, so I can I can know many different places. Yes, yeah. Um, have you made uh, films or art in other countries besides Spain? No, uh, I have no. Something I, which has something to do with going abroad, is uh, I am now writing a book on a on a Lithuanian painter. Mm-hmm. So I went to Lithuania uh, last September, so I could uh, see his uh, his paintings in his museum. And but the book is is I'm writing it now here in Spain. Okay. But I have not. Yeah. 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 That's it. When I met you in Spain, uh, I met you through a magazine that you had started called El Estado Mental. Hmm. Uh, can you yes. talk a little bit about that project and uh, how you started up that magazine? Yes, uh, El Estado Mental, which is like the mental state, mm-hmm. uh, was uh, at the beginning, uh, when I got into the project, it was a radio station. Uh, with many, many, many people uh, making their programs and 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 so. Can I interrupt for one second? The um the yes. the radio station was it specific? Yeah. Was were all the programs specifically focused on art and experimental art? Uh, many of them. Mm, that's uh, amazing. Well, yeah, and in fact, uh, yeah, it. It could be called an experimental radio station. Mm. Some of the podcasts were uh, devoted to talk uh, about experimental arts and so, but even the ones who talked about any, any other thing were conceived as experimental pieces, not because, uh, just because of the way people uh, uh, worked, because Mm, you had to to present your your idea, mm-hmm. and you were and you were given the time and the and the studio to to record it. Of course, well, the, well, there was an editor who who decided and a group who decided if that was suitable or not. Mm-hmm. But many people, I don't know, maybe two two hundred people were able to make to have their uh, podcast there. Wow! Okay. And uh, yeah, and the the, the programs uh, can be still uh, heard in elestadomental.com, mm-hmm. which is a place where any everything is uh, is uh, shown now. Then we yes and and yeah and that was a very special. Radio, because you you could find anything, some uh, like a radio theater, uh, 
some uh, programs, well, of course, about music and uh, people uh, making lectures about the most strange and weird thing you can imagine. <laughs> and yeah, interviews. Uh, yeah, and that was uh, around the time when um, I think that, yeah, it was around that time when we had this um, uh, 15th, 15th of May, where the people, um, which is like this kind of Occupy Wall Street, when mm -hmm. the people in Madrid, uh, first in Madrid and in Barcelona and in other uh, towns, uh, went and camped on the in La Puerta del Sol, which is a main square in Madrid. And they were sleeping there for days and a lot of assemblies and, and uh, many people of different um, uh, interests and, and origins uh, joined to share what they didn't think, what they think, what they thought was not working mm -hmm. in political and social. Of course, all of this at the end went some of like a souffle, but some of the things were, were yes, were important. And it was around that time. And that time was in Spain very, uh, like uh, with a lot of movement and people wanted to do things. And it was uh, like the last years of the crisis. And it was a very special moment. Mm -hmm. And that was at the, at the time when the radio was launched. Yeah. So the radio station, was that government subsidized? How did that? How did the funding come for that? No, that's yeah, we are very proud of that. No, not a <laughs> single euro from the government. No. Wow. No, that was the, no. It was the 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 generosity of the editor. Who after that was the editor of the of the of the magazine, and well, he had this because he had an art gallery, mm -hmm. and, uh, and so he had the room. So uh, what was used was the, the willing of the people who came uh, around him and wanted to 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 make their yeah their uh, podcast or their their articles uh, without having to to expect uh, money from the government or <clears throat> from any other uh, source you know I see, yeah. and uh, yeah but he. Everyone worked, worked with uh, all his heart, and uh, but he was very uh, generous to 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 give us the the room and to give us the the acquaintances of so many people who could get together around him and around the, that project. Mm -hmm. Were you yes. one of the founders of the radio station? No, I, when I I had uh, some podcasts there, okay. but uh, I was not uh, at the founding. But after uh, when the radio station was over, uh, they called me uh, if for if I wanted to to try to to launch this uh, this magazine, yeah, mm -hmm. this monthly magazine with some of them. So then, what was what? How did the magazine start up? Um... Where did you start getting submissions? What was that process like building up the magazine? Well, at the first, uh, uh, the first uh, times where we got together at the beginning, we were three. Then some other people came. We spent a long time talking. 
that's that has been my best uh, job in my life because mm-hmm. we went there and we were talking about uh, what what things we liked, what things we thought were interesting, uh, things we thought were important, but no one was uh, talking about them. And so, and uh, then many people uh, came. Mm, um, at one moment, we decided we, we thought we were ripe enough to 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 launch the first number, mm-hmm. and um, and uh, well, we 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 did it. We <clears throat> we had this uh, at the beginning the printed magazine. And then we we made some like a blog, a daily blog, mm-hmm. and and at the end we had to close the magazine. We ran out of money to pay the the printed version, mm-hmm. but we were able to to launch seven seven numbers. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, that's when I I met you. Yes. Yes. Wow, it's amazing. So you're a very uh... Renaissance uh, artist here. You've you started mag- uh, artistic magazines. You write poetry. Um, you know, a, you draw, paint, uh, make music as well. Um, I know you've also released two books of poetry. Um, mm-hmm. Can you talk about those a little bit? Yeah, of course. Uh, I, yes, I released two books of poetry. One of the, the first of them is like a collection of uh, poems and it's called, well, I, I won't be able to translate it. Uh, it's called The uh, Ansia de Gofnes, Mi Alma Está which is a, a, more or less it means my soul longs for uh, for pleasures, mm-hmm. which is a verse by an, a, a Spanish uh, poet, uh, Gustavo Adolfo Becker, from the 19th century. Mm-hmm. And uh, but it's a word uh, play which I cannot translate. Okay. And then the one I yeah the the one I prefer is called alacecho, which means like something like um, stalking or yeah stalking. It's like um, that's a more uh, compact uh, book because it's the. Um, it's narrative, uh, and it tells the st- in like in scenes, like maybe in a film or in a theater, um, and it talks the story of a day of hunting on a on a plane. There's a there's a there's the country, and there's there's a castle, and some characters come and go, and there's a bird, a glass bird, which is uh, inside a, a tree. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, many. And I wrote it very quickly because I wanted to to send it to a poetry contest, mm-hmm. which I not uh, won, but I could uh, use that uh, deadline so I could finish the book. And I had two um, two books by my side when writing it, which was the Cantos by Isra Pound. Mm-hmm. And then the um, a book by, on Bruegel, the painter, mm-hmm. the Dutch painter, which uh, who was very ins- gave me the inspiration of the um, well, this like these uh, landscapes and the animals and the hunters and so. And uh, yes, that's uh, that's uh, my poetry books. Hmm. Mm, yeah, very interesting. And then going back to the yeah. beginning of our conversation, you said that 
there's a rise in analog filmmaking again and Super 8. Um, and you said you're also working on a, a new Super 8 film? Yeah, well, I I told you that, but I'm, I'm <laughs> and I have uh, been the attorney for uh, analogical filmmaking and so, but <laughs> I have, yeah, I have, uh, I began to, to use a Super 8, but now that thing I told you, I'm doing it in video, yes, but <laughs> <Okay>. because <laughs> I, yeah, 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 because it's, it's more, it's easier. By now, and what I am doing is uh, quite, uh, you have to do it quickly, and so. What I am doing is that I make with another friend of mine, and we live with a neighbor of mine also. And the, where we live, it's a very, it's like the oldest part in Madrid where they built, where the town was uh, born. Mm-hmm. And where the, here there was a, the Arab wall. And uh, it, uh, it's the center of Madrid, but at the same time, it's like an edge, which is higher than the, than the rest. Then you go down and you go to the river. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but you can see, for example, now from here, if I make like this, I can see the, the Sierra, which is mm. full of, uh, of snow now. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we are in the center of Madrid, and at the same time, we are in the... In the in the very old part. Mm-hmm. And uh, what we are making is uh, recording some corners, which are uh, special, and uh, in a way that any um, uh, worker could get what's happening. For example, when I go, go to work anymore, every morning, I have to cross a bridge that goes uh, on, on, a, um, on a road that goes descending to the river, and that uh, bridge is quite tall. And they have uh, that's where people uh, used to jump, so they could kill themselves. So they 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 put uh, some uh, huge uh, uh, glass walls. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, at the at the time I go to work in the mornings, the sun is. Uh, reflecting in a way where you can see the churches, the old churches mm-hmm. uh, reflected like mirrored in the walls, like floating in the air. Oh, wow. Oh. Which is quite <laughs> weird and wow. Uh, so that's something we have done. It's just crossing the, the, the bridge mm-hmm. with uh, at, at that time of the day. So we can uh, photograph the floating churches of the mine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. very surreal, uh, especially the, given the context of uh, a bridge where people used to jump. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, but the, uh, people don't, do not jump anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, uh, very surreal. Um, and then in addition to this project, you're also writing songs for an experimental film? Ah, yeah, yeah. I, well, this is this uh, filmmaker, <clears throat> which is called uh, Adolfo Arrieta. Yes, who, okay. Uh, do you know him? No, I don't. Just from, from ah, your okay. notes here, well, yeah, I'm looking at it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, he, he's uh, Spanish, but he went to, to Paris in the 60s, in the, when Paris was quite uh, fun and so. And he made uh, many films there. And he was... Uh, even considered like a French uh, 
art filmmaker. Mm-hmm. And uh, but now he's in Madrid again, and um, he was uh, he has been interested like in old tales and so he made. Uh, like two years or three years ago, a film on uh, what's called uh, Cinderella. Okay. Yeah, Cinderella. Yeah, no, 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 no. Sorry, not Cinderella. The one who the Sleeping Beauty. Sorry. Okay. The yeah. one who gets asleep for one hundred years and so, and he made a version, mm. and now he's making a version of well, like, this is a secret, but I don't think uh, no one is going to. Well, he's he's making a version of La Celestina, which is a uh, which is a, an old Spanish uh, book about uh, this woman, La Celestina, two lovers, and uh, that's for, it's from the Renaissance, and uh, these are two lovers who want to be together, mm-hmm. and they um, talk to this Celestina, which were these women thought to be witches which um, made lovers get together mm-hmm. when their families didn't want them to get together and so and um, and the the film has uh, some scenes with people playing music and uh, and so I, I i have to write these uh, poems for the music in a in a in old ways i i like to do this because i have to to write as if i was a troubadour Mm, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, uh, you said in the beginning that you know you were interested in pursuing music and everything, but that wasn't exactly your the, your craft or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, in in terms of writing lyrics for something, how how much knowledge of music do you have to have um, versus writing strictly uh, poetic lines? Uh, uh, to to write poetic lines for yeah. songs. I mean, do you ha- do you have to have an understanding of the music? What is the process like for you to write um, to write these lyrics? It, is it yeah. necessary that you want that you understand it the the work musically? Well, I I think that does, does that make help. sense? That question? Yes, 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 okay. uh, yes. Of course, yeah. That that may help, and even you know, at the same time, poetry has a lot to do with music, as, the, right, as yeah. it has these syllables which are tonic and. And then you, and so, um, when I have written uh, lyrics for songs, uh, I used to receive the the music that the composer had uh, written, mm-hmm. and I, and even he or or she gave me the uh, the way that the syllables should uh, fit, like. Ta 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 ta. So what you have to do is to 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 put the 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 syllables in those ta ta ta, which I find quite uh, fun to do because at the end you don't have you cannot say exactly what you wanted but what fits. Yeah. But that allows you to get a new a new meaning, which is uh, great. Mm-hmm. Yes. Hmm. But for example, these uh, songs uh, for the film are quite easy, as they have eight syllables, which is this romance uh, form, mm-hmm. which is quite musical and even quite natural in a in 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 even in speaking, I think. So. Um, uh, well, you have to have some sense of rhythm, 
Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I think if you if you know music, that's uh, that's better because you can you have more tools to 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 work with. Yeah, I like that what you said about the process there. In so many uh, art forms, especially even experimental film, anything like that, when you have some constraint um, on on what you're able to say, or you know, you have to make it fit into uh, a certain uh, melody or you know, even if uh, you're limited by technology, something like that, then you're forced to say something new. Um, and that mm-hmm. process is always yes. interesting to me. Yes, 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 yes. I think that's, uh, well, uh, very important when, when I'm being open to that. Yes. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, mm. definitely. Mm. Um, and then in terms of musical um, jobs you've had and musical background and everything. You said you were also an opera critic, is that right? Yeah, I, I was for some, uh, I don't know, two years, for some two years, mm. yeah. How did, yeah, you, how did I, you fall into that position? Well, uh, I, I was able to, to get to the stage of being an opera critic because I wrote for a magazine of some friends, mm-hmm. which was an online magazine about Madrid and things you could see Madrid and, and the town. So. I wanted to write there, and uh, so I offered him, I offered them some things I thought I could write about. One of them was opera. Well, mm-hmm. I didn't much know. In a way, I was like, um, uh, well, I don't know how is it said, someone who's uh, making something she cannot really do, but, I see. but uh, yeah. <laughs> But I could uh, watch all the uh, opera shows mm-hmm. for two years, and as I did not much about music, of course I love it, and I can uh, tell uh, Wagner from uh, Verdi, of course, and so. But uh, I um, I used that time to do something I'm interested in generally, which is you go there and uh, you have to to take out uh, what the thing is telling you and uh, mm-hmm. what what that uh, show is telling to us, people of the 21st century. Mm-hmm. And, um, but, uh, <clears throat> well, I think there were uh, uh, interesting pieces, yeah, yes. Uh, it, not, uh, yeah. Hmm. It's funny also, <laughs> like how you said you went into it and you, know, you you maybe weren't even um, prepared in some way to to take this position or something. Is that is that correct? Yes, yes, yes. I, so, what, it's, of course. Yeah, in some ways, also that's it's a interesting state to go into something when you don't have the the context or the background fully, and you go in a little bit blind. But then sometimes the takeaway from that is you you pull out something uh, more direct or more truthful in the end, and you know you don't necessarily need. Uh, the qualifications to um, to review something in the best way, you know, because it's a personal experience at the end. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad you see it that way. Yeah, it's uh, what I think. Well, I think you cannot, uh, if you don't have the background, you cannot be the director of the opera theater, of course. But right. if you are writing for a little magazine, well, go on and do that yes <laughs> the way you 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 are you are uh, saying of course yeah that, and i i asked myself what is what i may offer 
being a non-expert uh, on opera and so what is what I may offer to the to my to my twenty or ten readers? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. And sometimes when you do know the the whole background or you know the craft very well, you almost become jaded um, in that you see all the the technical side. Or you you're watching behind the scenes instead of having a a more pure viewing of it or a pure, a pure uh, listening experience. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so yeah. I think you, there you, is you, some you, value. Yeah, hmm. yeah, yeah. Me too. Yeah, I do think that too. Yeah. Um, Another interesting thing that you told me is that uh, I thought this was very nicely phrased. You said when you're working in an industry, you lose sight of what you really like and that you prefer to make your own way rather than working within some some big industry or something. Um, can you can you talk about that statement a little bit and also just in terms of your career, uh, what it meant to make your own way? Yeah, well, um <clears throat> Well, of course, uh, if you don't get in the industry, or maybe the industry doesn't want you, that sometimes that may happen. Uh, you know, you will have to, to have other sources of income or work uh, for uh, have another work so you can pay your, earn your living and then uh, make your art. Mm -hmm. But... Um, but of course, uh, the industry wants something, and if you don't give it uh, to them, they will uh, spit you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Spit you out. Yeah. Yes. Spit you out. Yeah. Yes. So uh, they spit you out, or even spit you on your face. Yes. Right. So yeah. <laughs> but um, and and I don't. I don't get much touched by 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 the products, the films, or that the industry releases. Mm -hmm. I may I may uh, see the difference between between because the, of course there are good films and so on, but uh, I don't feel moved, and I don't think they they have uh, something real to tell me. Mm -hmm. So I'm not uh, really interested. In, in that uh, industry, that kind of production. Yes, I prefer uh, more like little things and so I have not, uh, in a way I'm not talking from a direct experience as I have not been an, a famous and industrial whatever and then I, I, I have quit. It's just that I have never got into that, but I have never, um, uh, I have never believed that had something to do with me, or you you could do. Of course, you you have to make your your little or modest on your or whatever your work, and just trust that someone will watch it and get something out of it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a it's a matter of trust. Yeah, yeah, but then, it gives you more freedom to 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 do whatever you want or yes. whatever you feel you have to do. Yes, absolutely. And then for you, in terms of making your own way, um, what does that mean for you? Like working different jobs and then making your art in your free time. Well, I I would love yes to 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 be able to to get the money out of my art 
or whatever. But yes, uh, I I have usually had always <clears throat> very jo jobs for maybe some months, um, strange jobs and so. And now this is the first time this work in which I am a, I have like a good job when I can go on holiday and they pay me the holidays mm -hmm. and so. Uh, but I am able at the same time to 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 live with little money. Well, we have, I guess, in in the United States and in the big cities, it's the same. Uh, the rents, the real estate, and the rents for living are so expensive mm -hmm. that uh, you you have to 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 put almost all your money in in having your house. And uh, well, that's something that I, does not allow you to to have time. Yes, but uh, yes, I think I don't know how I'm going to do it. But my plan is to uh, to be able to combine times of uh, I don't know writing a book or and then getting another job and and then uh, having a job uh, part time, which allows me to 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 write or to paint or uh, at afternoons and so I don't know how I'm going to do it but I have to 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 use that free time yes exactly that. yeah yep. yeah mm -hmm. that's always a struggle and to optimize yeah. your timing like that and everything mm. um, are there any other projects that you're currently working on um, that you want to talk about that we haven't touched on yet mm -mm -mm -mm. Well, I have. <clears throat> I, I think uh, that's the the important things we have talked about them. Okay. Yeah, I yeah yes 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 that's that's it. I yeah. don't remember now. Okay. Yeah. It seems like you over you have many projects going on right now. Anyway, that we've already yeah, talked too, about. Yeah, too many maybe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then in terms of artistic goals, um, is there a specific artistic message? Um, that you would like to achieve or you're hoping to achieve in your body of work? Mm, well, I think um, mm, anything that is, uh, I don't know if I'm answering exactly to what you, but to your question, but everything that has to do with mm, imagination understood as we're a land where the things are real and and get into that through a vision. That kind of um, art is the one I, I like the most and the one I would like to 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 work on. 